Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. Uh, my guest today is Jordan Earls, uh, co-founder and lead developer at QTUM, Q-T-U-M. Jordan, how are you? I'm good. Very good. Yeah. The, I've heard about QTUM, you know, a bunch in the in the Bitcoin news. Uh, tell me about it. What What's the premise of the whole uh, company? Yeah. So the, the big goal of Quantum, basically, is to bring smart contracts to mobile and IoT devices you know, not just laptops and, and computers and servers, um, but also to function as like, you know, a, a backbone and uh, and using the, because we use the proof of stake consensus me- mechanism, um, it's a lot more environmentally friendly. You know, you're not wasting tons of electricity and, uh, and yeah. Okay. So QDM is proof of stake, which is great. Um, are you going to have a system of, uh, you know, master nodes and different levels of stakes that give you different rewards? Uh, no, we basically, um, so it does not use master nodes at all. Um, okay. Basically, you, how many coins are you holding in your wallet determines how likely you are to create and stake a block and get a reward. Um, but there's no minimum required. One coin can help to help secure the network the same as one million coins. Um, of course, one million coins will be, you know, more likely to to get blocks and everything like that. Um, yeah, there's no master nodes, no voting, no um, no uh, what what do you call it? Um, no like minimum amount to deposit or security deposits or anything like that. Um, but right. it's really like you don't the, have to lock up coins or anything. decentralized kind of way. So what what's the uh, approximate staking rate? Um, it really depends on how many people are staking on the network. Um, last time I looked, um, if you had about 10,000, yeah, about 10,000 quantum, it would revolt in you receiving around like 2,000 or 1,500 quantum per year. And so, um, but, you know, now more people are staking, so that number probably went down um, because, you know, it's kind of like Bitcoin. It, it still has its target of how many blocks should be made, and, and that's all. So the um, inflation rate of the of the overall network is uh basically fixed um at like a, it's around one percent and okay. uh, so it gotcha. just depends on how many people are staking how many coins and everything so right now there was 15 to 20 percent but it may be lower for the for anyway. yeah okay yeah Great. all right well let's get more into the functionality so you want smart contracts enabled for iot devices internet of things devices uh, you know what's an example 
of how a smart contract will be used with an IoT device or a mobile device? Yeah, so for IoT specifically, I mean, we're we're in the Trusted IoT Alliance. Um, we're one of the uh, one of the members and everything, and so that's like you know we are connected to the space quite a bit, and you know it's, it's still new. But um, but anyway, one of the big use cases um, that I've seen is basically using like a small IoT style device, like some small microcontroller or whatever, and basically making it to where that can be used to track um, like where some kind of good is coming from, like a bottle of wine or a piece of art or, or whatever. And basically by simply, um, and, and that little device basically communicates with the blockchain kind of indirectly to uh, mm. so that like, you know, the location and, and these kind of things are, are put uh, onto the blockchain. So it can't be tampered with. You can look, Whenever you receive the item, you can look before you buy it or whatever, see everywhere that I've changed hands, make, make sure that it actually comes from the factory that they say it came from, and all this kind of stuff. The uh, example uh, that Slocket was working on for a while is, you know, like an IoT door lock. You know, so you're yeah. in the house and, and, you know, the smart contract tells the door lock, okay, unlock for the next 48 hours. You know, the person's in the house, then 48 hours is up. It locks the door again, you know, through the internet, um, and then it resets, yeah. waiting for the next payment for the next contract. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Any um, any super interesting applications you've seen that you uh, are excited to come to fruition? Any use cases that you think are really cool? Yeah, I mean, like one of the projects I really like personally is uh, called Space Chain, and they're basically aiming to put these low orbit satellites. Like right now, they're testing it with the Raspberry Pi platform, but I think they're going to do something custom later. But um, basically, they put these low-orbit satellites around the Earth and make like a mesh network of satellites that then, because you know, the, the big problem with satellite internet today is like, it's like 1.5 second ping time because of, you know, how far up the, uh, what is it, geosynchronous orbit is. That basically makes it for a satellite stays in one spot in the sky. But by using a mesh network, they like basically get rid of that restriction so that they can have reasonable ping time. And then they're basically making all that work and coordinating it with uh, all the blockchain technology and smart contracts on, on quantum. And then, you know, they can have it where this mesh network connects to multiple base stations. And so it really forms like a decentralized internet where, you you know, you, you might have a base station in the U.S. and um, one in like South Korea and one in Japan or wherever. And so it really um, is it, it a pretty cool idea, I think. There are a few other projects as well, like um, uh, Vivu. They're building like a, um, a social media network that is kind of centered around video, but basically making it all work behind the scenes with, with Quantum's blockchain. And so that one's also pretty cool. And, you know, there there's a lot of other ones. I mean, there's Matchpool, Bodie, and I think we, last time I counted, it was like 17 or 18 projects building on Quantum at, at the moment. So is Quantum uh, based off of Ethereum, or is it a completely independent blockchain and different uh, smart contract system? Um, it's re- I would say it's related to Ethereum. So Quantum is a um, completely independent blockchain. There's no, like, we borrow a lot of technology, but the blockchain itself is not like, you know, we're not pegged to Bitcoin. We're not pegged to Ethereum or anything else. It's its own independent blockchain. But basically, we took 
the way Bitcoin, basically the way that the Bitcoin blockchain works. It's called the UTXO model. But basically what that means is that a lot of the um, technical features in, in Bitcoin are carried over to Quantum like for free because we use the same model, we use the same transaction format, and that's also what allows our proof-of-stake consensus method to work um, because there's no... Uh, so basically, on the Ethereum side, though, um, the Ethereum blockchain itself is completely different from our blockchain and Bitcoin's blockchain. Completely different transaction format, completely different way of making transactions work, really, on the blockchain. They use what's called an account-based model of uh, tracking coins and everything on their blockchain. Okay. But so basically, the UTXO model is kind of technically simpler. It's, you know, more battle-tastic because Bitcoin has been around longer. And there's overall been less problems found with it and and uh, and quite a few, there's been quite a bit more research done with it. And so we chose to use that. But then if you look at the UTXO model, it like requires all these crazy like technical details that you have to understand to really work with it. And um, so basically we invented this technology called the account obstruction layer. And so basically we, we take the UTXO blockchain, but expose it to smart contracts as if it's based on the very simple to use account model, you know, where, you, you know, your contract has a balance, it can send coins to places and it can receive coins. That's all you need to worry about. And so, Using that technology, we built, um, we ported the Ethereum virtual machine basically onto Quantum. And so all of that is working like today as we speak. There are people building on it. And so basically what that allows is for you to write a Solidity-based smart contract just like you would for Ethereum, deploy it to Quantum, but get all the benefits and the, uh, especially with mobile, like using the, um, it's called the FPV protocol, but um, basically that allows for you to easily interact with smart contracts through mobile and IoT devices and, uh, you know, do it without downloading the entire blockchain or anything like that or trusting a central entity. Are you going to have off-the-shelf smart contracts that can do various things that people can just use, or do they have to program their own from scratch? Um, our plan is to basically build what we call like a, um, like a DAP store. So basically, you know, you might... Um, Say you're running like a local coffee shop or something, you know, you, you made your own little small business and, uh, you know, people are um, requesting like for a, like a loyalty system or, or you just want to encourage more customers or whatever. And so basically the point of the DAP store is you can sit there on your phone, you know, as just a small business owner or whatever and go to our DAP store, type in loyalty reward system or whatever. And it'll bring up, you know, some amount of smart contracts and each smart contract has its own price. And, you know, each smart contract has um, been audited and reviewed by various trusted parties and all that. And basically, they can look through each one and determine which one best best fits their, their use case, push by, and then, like, you know, put in a few parameters, deploy the contract, and start using, start using it from their phone and as a dApp and everything as a decentralized application and all of that without leaving your phone and all of that without, you know, having to understand any of the technical details behind it. Um, because we, we really think that smart contract te technology have a really big place for basically the backbone of various applications. So you might be in the future ordering an Uber or whatever, 
and you know you place it you take the ride and you get there and everything and you blockchain and smart contracts but you're not even aware of it because it's all used by the company's back end basically yeah that's probably the best way because people don't you know most people don't want to know or they can't get into the technical side of stuff they just want to use it and it works and they don't care you know? yeah yeah exactly so what areas what use cases do you think are the most important uh, to to get up and running um, so the big use cases we're looking at right now tend to be more mobile and IoT focused, um, just because you know that's kind of what we're aiming for. Um, so that especially extends to like um, having you know supply chain tracking and tamper proof and counterfeit proof data stores, and then um, and also you know like allowing people to just what I said, like having their own loyalty system and, and facilitating businesses to uh, basically build smart contracts and then sell it to another business or whatever and make that as easy as possible. All right, so you think the first use case is going to be supply chain monitoring? And maybe in what industries? Do you have any um, particular ones that seem to be uh, more eager than others? Um, man, I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, I mean, we're, we're building the platform. And you know we're attracting these developers and, and business businesses to build our platform. Um, yeah, I mean I, I don't really. Uh, that's kind of more for our decentralized application partners to to build and and do. Um, but you know it's it's there's more than just supply chain, of course. I mean I've already covered like you know the space chain and and like Cody of like a Uber equivalent kind of thing and this kind of thing. Basically anything where. You know, you have a use case where you want like peer-to-peer, decentralized kind of communication between, you know, various people that you don't really know if you can trust. We want to be able to help facilitate that and make it into a provably trustable mechanism, basically. So, what do you have up and running right now? Can uh, can developers use Quantum to uh, to make their own smart contract system, or is it still in a test stage? Um, so. We we aren't building our own decentralized applications at this point. Um, I mean, we have one being built right now just as an example, so we can write a tutorial over how to write it, basically. But um, overall, like we're we're just focused on building the platform and and you know helping the projects that will advance our platform and build on top of it to get off the ground, get started, and you know move on to the next step for them. Um, we're not really focused on building the centralized application ourselves. Okay, gotcha. And when will the uh, example tutorial uh, be ready for developers to use? Uh, probably like a month or two months. Because um, we want it to be a very, I mean, we have some tutorials out there already, but we are covering basically like, you know, we're everything from writing the smart contract, employing it, interacting with it, maintaining it all the way to like building a, a user interface for it that's easy to use and, and everything else. And we're developing our own tooling while we go through the process. So, you know, it's not it's not just a tutorial, but um beyond oh and also the uh our main network is is live right now and people are using it and uh I can't remember what the block count is right now. But uh yeah, it's already like in production and working and secure. What countries are showing you the most interest, you know, regardless of the industry? What countries are you tending to work in first? Um, and we're, we've always been, always been kind of focused on global. Um, I mean, China is definitely, like, a big thing for us, um, even despite the, 
you know, the ICO ban, all that, that basically just means you can build on quantum in China, but, you know, ICO or murky and you have to ask your lawyer and everything else. It's make sure you, you know, don't violate the law. <laughs> but, um, but China's still a, uh, a target for us as well as, um, uh, South Korea. And then, you know, in general, like the U S and Canada. Okay. Very good. And what about the, uh, Qtum token? You know, I know you can stake it and you can help run the network, but what are the other uses of the token itself? So the token itself is primarily useful for um, executing smart contracts. So whenever you deploy or execute a smart contract, there's a cost called gas. And it's just like Ethereum. You basically that gas cost has to be paid in quantum. And so without quantum, you can't deploy or interact with the smart contracts. And um, yeah, so that's one of the primary use cases. Okay, so it's used as gas in the system. Any any other uses of the token? Uh, no, not not really. Like, I mean, you can stake it and everything, and you know, there's always trading and all that kind of stuff. Um, but there's a uh, smart contract for the primary like intri- intrinsic use case. Okay, well, very good. All right, so yeah, um, I guess that's all my questions for now. How can people um, either get a hold of the QTM token? or start interacting with the dev team and find out about what you guys are working on. And, you know, if they're a business, how can they uh, start programming smart contracts on your system? What are some resources for people? Yeah, so probably the best resource right now is um, going to our, our our subreddit, like reddit.com slash r slash qtum. And, um, and, you know, I, I monitor that all the time. And uh, we also have a Slack channel, but, Right now, it's kind of closed off because of so many scammers and spam and stuff, as anyone in the space knows about Slack. <laughs> but we're moving to Discord soon, and then we'll have you know an open sign-up process for that again. But um, yeah, and for actually getting a hold of the token, I mean, there's a lot of different exchanges and everything for buying it, like Bitrex or um, Bitfinex and and Coin One in Korea and uh, a lot of other ones. Um, so that's pretty easy to get a hold of. And then, um, and yeah, for developers, I mean, I'm under that channel and, um, or that, that subreddit and we'll answer developer questions and, and we're working on getting a, um, more of a developer focused community set up here, here pretty shortly, but right now. Okay. Very good. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.